0: Here you go, boys. Say, so you both look like you got a furfy or two to tell.
1: G'day, everyone, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the news commentary podcast where the boys and I crack furfies over some cold ones. I'm your publican, Drew Agnew, and joining me along the bar, I'm a good mate. I'm a good mate, Dan. I'm usually I'm usually used to saying more than one person, but you are my good mate, Dan.
0: How you going, my friend? Uh, I'm go- I'm going to say that your grammar there is Tom and Ash's fault for uh. abandoning <laughs> the pub.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit uh, it's a bit boring in the pub today. It's just Drew and Dan. Oh, we're just sitting here by shut ourselves. In. Yeah, a bit of a shut, shut in. in. The pub.
0: Yeah, with, the, with the, all the beers to ourselves.
1: Mm. I quite like. Look, table we've got already. the we've got the name of the episode already. A shut in with Drew and Dan. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> a shut ins is always a lot of fun because you can just, uh, you know, if you're good mates with the public and you can get a couple of your cheeky cheeky beers off of them. Whenever I worked there, I um. You know, the locals would always stick around to get locked in so they could have a, a couple of cheeky cheeky free ones and cheeky at, cheapies. At one point, you know, I'm trying to get everyone to go home so I can go home to bed or play video games or whatever Drew was up to that night. And he was like, just he wouldn't go home, and I just, I just cracked the shit. So I'm like, look, you can't get a free drink every night, mate. It's time to go home. And Jesus, he didn't know what to say. I felt a bit bad. He's a nice bloke, but come on, just go home. We don't need a, don't need a free beer this Friday. Get one next Friday. Drew's got to go home. I'm only, I only <laughs> work man. here. I don't own the place. I don't care if you get gr- you you grumpy. You don't
0: sleep behind that bar.
1: No, I don't sleep behind do there.
0: You. you, you might sleep behind the bar of this pub.
1: I do, I do sleep behind the bar of this pub because. The bar can be wherever I want it to be. I can put it in front of the bed.
0: <laughs> the bar is a state of mind. It is not a physical being a place. It's an emotional place.
1: I like that. I like that very much, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that is the energy we got to put through with this show because you and Adelaide, me and Millicent, you know. So it's a long Ash bar wherever. if we're at the same bar.
0: <laughs> Ash, wherever, Karawatha, he, he, he's mining at. Or whatever place he said I can't even remember.
1: Kara-Woffer. The point is, it's... <laughs> that, that was, a, that was a, uh, a sports team at primary school. Carawaffer. I mean, that's probably
0: where I'm getting the name from. <laughs> that
1: wasn't where Ash is working. I have got no idea where Ash is working. To Mount Ma-
0: Marapana or yeah. Borinda.
1: I don't know. Have you been to Western Australia?
0: I have not been to Western Australia. Yeah, I it, would like, like to go there at some point this year. Maybe to check out the new stadium on a, with a footy trip. But well, who knows if the borders will ever be open. I mean, yeah. they're open now, and now they're probably going to be shut again because they're getting COVID.
1: Mm, yeah. Open, close, open, close. <laughs> you just like, you run through and it just slams in your face. Like, God damn it. <laughs> it's like a revolving door, Better you don't like know. Next time. Mm. No, yeah, because I haven't been to Western Australia. I want to. Uh, Perth is the only capital city I haven't gone to, I think. Um, yeah, and it's just like, it's a big mystery over there. It's just like real, like, uh, long Australian is- names.
0: <laughs> what is What is Fremantle? Yeah, free. free. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we may never know. It's a mystery.
1: It is. It is. Uh, anyway, Dan, we're at the bar. Are you drinking much? I know it's not really the night to be drinking. You know, we're yeah, shut in here by ourselves, but
0: it is not the night to be drinking on the shut I am on the hard stuff this week. I am on H two
1: O. H two O. I am too. So, I um earlier this week actually, I um I ordered a bunch of G fuel <laughs> for uh there was basically a charity going on and a lot of the proceeds for buying the product of G Fuel went to them. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy a bit. And it, it came in this week and it's actually kind of useful because every now and again, especially with the baby, and I'm like, you know, it's like, it's time to get up, but I'm not ready to get up. A bit of caffeine goes a long way and I'm not really a coffee drinker either. So, um,
0: so now you're going to be bouncing off the walls 24-7.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But it's just full of water at the moment. It's got a tiny bit, which I didn't drink earlier, but I just top it up with some water so
0: um just from this camera angle as well that lid kind of looks a little bit like a rots
1: a roll it kind pokemon. of is it kind of is it's like a like a, a green head in a pink body um like the pokemon Good god Roltz, i like Roltz. So
0: g-, g fuel evolved into Gardevoir.
1: or um gallade i don't know what i don't know the gender that this is going to evolve <laughs> and i'm not sure if it's a male or female it's got to be a male we'll for find- Galade but um with the
0: We'll find out if you have a Dawnstone handy. Yeah, it was
1: about I forgot what stone it was. That's what tripped me up. Oh, what stone it is. Everyone in Crack and Furphy's got to have the good Pokemon trivia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to not even obscure Pokemon facts. But yes, I think we're on the on the H2O's today. Um, I was at the fo- footy earlier today. Mm-hmm. Very, very disappointing. Um, lost Crows lost by a point in with a kick on the siren that was spoiled. Less than ten centimeters away from the line.
1: Yeah, I I haven't seen the game, but that sounds it sounds like an awesome game to have watched though. I know you didn't get the result you wanted, being the Crows fan, but it would have been a nail biting game for sure. Yeah, it was quite tense. Mm. Um, <sighs> oh, yeah. it's funny because I, when when I uh, came down and sat down, I was a bit late because Lucas was, you know, he was he was doing his baby thing. Um, very lucky to have Chantel's mum over at the moment, looking after him while we do this. But uh, get down and dance is like very grumpy. I don't see Dan grumpy much. I don't see him grumpy much at all, but he was grumpy today. I'm like, you know what? I also the, didn't get, get a whole footy lot of go. sleep last night oh, on that, top of
0: mm. being sunburnt and seeing my football team lose. So, <laughs> you know.
1: It's just, it's not fair, is it, Dan? It's just not it's just
0: fair. It's fair. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Spit <laughs> the dummy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just flip the table.
1: You got to, you got to spit the dummy every now and again, though. <laughs> like it's just,
0: you know, got to have release.
1: Yeah, get the toxins out. Just spit them out. <laughs> get rid of them. Just breathe
0: uh, them out. Fuck.
1: How did you Don't go yesterday? Um, putting your vote in for the state election was that good fun?
0: Uh, it was. Um, it was all right. Um, got my democracy sausage with a hash brown.
1: You uh, what? I got called, no food at mine. That's ridiculous. You didn't
0: even have a sausage sizzle. No. That's disappointing. I didn't. That's very disappointing. I mm. got um, kind of annoyed lining up because I was, every time someone would try, I was trying to just keep my distance because, you know, personal space is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And every time I would take a step away from someone, they would come up and stand right behind me. <laughs> Best thing that happened out of this pandemic is that we all had our own personal space.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you but, are you like someone who's very standoffish before the pandemic? Even just being like, you know, I don't want you touching right. me with your. I
0: don't understand why if you're lining up behind someone, you don't need to be able to like breathe right down their neck. Just a little bit of space, and you still get to the end of destination at the same time.
1: Yeah, I get that. I think he, I think he just must have had a nice cologne on or something. Someone's like <laughs> big whiff on the back of the neck. Oh, that Dan man smells good. It smells
0: good. Just breathe, breathe in that freshly showered first thing in the morning mm. scent. Well, I feel up.
1: Like I'm the upset one now that you got a sausage and a hash brown. A hash I'm brown. Genuine. A hash brown.
0: I'm genuinely surprised you didn't have a sausage sizzle. No, nah, well, I went Democracy to- Democracy sausage is a whole thing.
1: <laughs> I went to one of the primary schools where they have it in their gymnasium and
0: went in there. And that's somewhere where you're not going to send Lucas now because they didn't have a sausage sizzle.
1: Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> So, no, I don't think I'll have a choice. He'll, I think he'll have to go to school. I don't think I'll. Yeah, uh, you can send him to the other one. Yeah, I think. Um, depends on where you live, though, doesn't it? They just send them to pretty much the closest. I mean, I
0: think so, but a little bit of uh, locational based fraud won't go astray when yeah, they realise the reasoning is of course that they didn't have a sausage sizzle at their election polling booth. But yeah,
1: I wasn't too offended. I think I am. Um, what did I have for lunch that day? I had something nice for lunch. So I wasn't too offended, but uh, you know, I haven't eaten tea at the time of recording this. So I'm very much just like a sausage sizzle. I could have put that in the fridge and had it now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm, cold sausages.
1: Did you get the uh, results you wanted from the election? You happy with uh, how it all went or?
0: I think it was a pretty predictable result. I yeah. The next one we have in May is also going to go a very similar way.
1: Mm, yeah. I um. I don't know. It, it, like the polls, they, they'll obviously very much go on towards Labor. It's like, well, we'll see how that goes because I don't know how uh, accurate all that stuff is, but this one was very accurate. There you go. Uh,
0: it was almost <laughs> not really accurate because they didn't say how much of a margin it would. Like the margin ended up being far wider than all the pre-polling stuff said. Yeah, and the pre-polling and stuff now- was wide
1: as well. It wasn't like it was going to be close even in that.
0: Even the Stephen Marshall might not even win his own seat. So,
1: yeah. So, yeah, just a thrashing. I think, I
0: think you are in one of the only seats that's a safe, safe Liberal seat now.
1: Mm. Yeah, down here in know, rural Australia where the true men lie. <laughs> no, that's a load of bullshit. I'm joking. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, I, I voted, voted Green and then Labour second, Liberal mm-hmm. third.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I I was looking into it a bit. I I was happy to vote either side. I was just like, oh look, who's going to do the things that I I hope <laughs> to improve, like you know, whether it's uh, the healthcare system or even just like random stuff like roads and looking after infrastructure and all that, and sort of going through everything. And when, when I went to the, the Labor website, they kind of just had no information for stuff outside of Adelaide. Which is like fair enough that you've got to look after Adelaide because that is
0: where by the, far most of yeah of course by most far most of the population and where the significant ramping issues are as well yeah yeah
1: of course of course um, but sort of like you know there's been a, sort of a a bit of a a bad history of labor especially down here just with like selling off um, selling off things that uh, we'll never get back for a long time which I don't know it, it just it rubs me the wrong way and like. Obviously, uh, liberals have done that nationally as well for a, for a lot bigger asset <laughs> up in Darwin, which is just like, oh, how did you even fucking think that was okay? But I I, I ended up going liberal, but I could have easily gone either side. I but.
0: think the state based one, at least here in South Australia, is also a lot more civil. I think yes, <laughs> because I think Stephen Marshall did all right through the pandemic until and then really fumbled the ball once old mate skomo got involved who is a walking disaster
1: mhm i agree
0: so <laughs> once he got involved it was basically a death sentence cuz he his name is poison at the moment yeah and like but at least here in south australia like they did they did things that are a little bit more balanced
1: mhm and, like, regardless of what side, like, you're passionate about or whatever, you got to admit the last four years <laughs> have been extremely hard just for anyone in leadership yep. positions. Like, oh, you yeah. know, it's uh, some very, very hard decisions to make and some, like, very first-time decisions being made. You can't even look back at uh, historical um, sort of politicians and, well, oh, this is what they did and adjust it for yourself. So, you know, it's good we're at a point where we are now, I guess, at some point. But, yeah. Um, looking at like the, the national sort of election, oh, which God. will be soon. Yes, in, I think it's May, isn't it? Like um, it,
0: it, the latest it can be is like the end of May, which it will be because Tōmo okay. is hopeless and we'll mm-hmm. try and leave it as late as possible.
1: Yeah, I find um, <laughs> the leader the leadership now very frightening. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, just for like a lot of things, where, especially when it comes to online and corporations and how they view free speech, which is weird for that side of politics. I don't understand why they're trying to silence people so much. But anyway, won't go into that.
0: Anyway, this is not a political podcast. No. Well, no,
1: this is this, this is, is whatever is we want to talk about,
0: podcast. Then
1: This is a podcast. This is what podcast, sorry?
0: This is not a political podcast. It is a public podcast. It's a public
1: podcast. podcast, yeah. Look, look, with this podcast, I just want to talk about whatever we want to talk about. I don't want to be whatever, but
0: yeah. That's
1: <laughs> but yeah, topical. <laughs> Tomical, yes, yes. Um, so anyway, Dan, let's uh, let's try and crack these cheeky little furfies I reckon because we got a we got a couple here. We got uh, around each. Um, like we said earlier, Tom and uh, Tom and Ash. I was going to say Tom and Dan for some reason. Tom and Ash are unavailable. They've. Uh, I don't know what's a good furfie we can make up for why they didn't decide the rock up. Um, um,
0: Ash is stuck down the bottom of a mine.
1: Oh, that'd be bad. But, yes, that, that did happen. That would be
0: quite bad. Mm. That's why he had to scratch at the last moment. And Tom mm-hmm. ran too fast when he was driving back from Melbourne and it actually went, accidentally went past Millicent and now has to drive all the way around the world to get back.
1: Yeah. Okay. And that's an interesting furphy. I mean, it's not a furphy. It's a true story. So we'll leave it at that. <laughs> all right, Dan. Um, who do we want to go first? I'll, I'll go first. I'm always asking who wants to go first. I'm like, I'm like the, the shy kid doing this uh, <laughs> little uh, school project at school, being like, oh, look, I don't want to go
0: first. No, I don't want- <laughs> Someone else can uh, – I'm too
1: too shy. I'm much too shy. Mm. All right. So uh, let's jump into these furfies. All right. So story number one, Australian PM's department drops widely mocked phallic woman's network logo. <laughs> <laughs> story number two, man who cut off his penis and put it in a drawer is fighting for his life. Ow. Yeah, that's no good, is it? Uh, that's no good at all. Look, I bet you're going to hope that's the furphy because don't cut off your penis, mm-hmm. men. Men out there. Any, and and boys, and boys, don't cut off your penis.
0: Um, I crossed my legs just then and just winced.
1: Mm, you really hope you really hope for that man that his penis just out of fear went back into his body and all he cut off was skin. <laughs> <laughs> and story number 3, woman's covid startup pulls her family out of debt su- selling custom on dildos online.
0: So, well, you've clearly gone for a theme here.
1: Yeah, so I went for the phallic theme. <laughs> the Phallic theme. It's a. I like that's a, that's a that has a nice sort of ring to it. The phallic theme. It's not a theme for your phone. You don't want dicks all over your phone. Your mum will pick it um, up. Like, hey, what's this dicks on your phone?
0: Coming soon to a movie score or game OST near you. The phallic theme.
1: <laughs> Look, I love the Android phallic theme. It just puts like <laughs> penises on all my like phone logo and my photos logo. It's just <laughs> just. just Makes my day every time I unlock my phone, and it's got Dick ID, so you can unlock your phone with your penis. (laughs) It's just it works so well. Just
0: don't don't give Apple and Android these ideas.
1: Yeah, well you you got you got your mask on these days. You go into the supermarket, but your dick doesn't have a mask on, so you can just wham bam scan it on the touch screen, (laughs) slap it on the screen.
0: Oh dear! This is Dan is holding his is penis Homer in Simpson his hand in, 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 in the disgust. Three House of Horror episode, kind of
1: awful. <laughs> it is. It's not great. Um, I hope everybody <laughs> has. What I like about the audio uh, sort of uh, medium we got here, Dan, is when we're just you know, talking in audio form, people are really just imagining what we're saying. So I are talking about politics. They're thinking about old men. Talking about dicks. They're thinking about dicks on their phone. And, and they just ha- Ollie, ha-
0: <laughs> when Ollie's on the tractor at work, he's going to be thinking about an old man's dick.
1: Or just any dick. Whatever. Like if he prefers old man dick, that's fine.
0: (laughs) You're welcome for these mental images, Mr. Chaston.
1: You're welcome, my friend. All right. So I've just given the headline. So it's a little bit harder to pick things out, especially with everything dick themed. But what are you going to do? What story do you reckon I made up revolving around the man's genitalia?
0: Um, I do know story number one is true.
1: Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, story number one's true. true, uh, and that is where the theme come from, because I'm like, that is hilarious. So the other two stories were themed around penises.
0: Yep. Um, hmm. hmm. So we've got a story that I hope to God is is the furphy. Yep. And an entrepreneurial young woman. Hmm. <laughs> just studying your face for any hint of any any <laughs> directional I'm just pulling lots so of faces here so Dan two, can't what tell What facial expression do you do you make
1: mm, so it comes down to would I make up some woman who's just like you know made a business out of selling dildos with a bit of a bit of customization that you know draws a bit of a, a niche market in. Or someone who was violent enough to cut off their own penis? Does that sound I mean, like a Drew story?
0: That's. It doesn't sound like a true story. I'll tell you that. Mm. Um, just very violent man. Um, I'm just gonna go with my hope and say story number two is fake, because I hope to God I'm right about that, because otherwise, oh, I don't even want to think about the pain.
1: Well, I got some. Uh, I got some news for you, Dan. That was a, that was indeed a true story. The furfy was story number three. A woman's oh, COVID God. startup pulls her family out of debt selling custom ones dildos online. And since oh, I didn't have no. a story for number three, basically I'm just gonna tell you tell you exactly off the top of my head what is happening with this woman. Uh, she has an Etsy store, and she um, she uh, meets some men. She uh, you know gets a nice little shape of their penis with some uh, gel. And she recreates those penises, sells them online and uh, people can buy them far and wide and uh, jam them in their self, which is fantastic. Um, but uh, story story number two was indeed real. Uh, it's from the Daily Mail. Oh. So man who cut off his penis and put it in a drawer is fighting for his life.
0: Um, Why would you do that to us?
1: What is wrong with you? I don't know. I've read like a bit of the story. So we'll read the story and see how we go. So a young Australian man is fighting for his life after cutting off his penis and putting it in a drawer. Police, uh, police officers rushed to an address in Wollongong, south of Sydney, on Wednesday afternoon where they found the 25-year-old man bleeding heavily. And my phone froze for a little bit. Uh, the man cut off his penis at the base with a multi-tool and placed it in a drawer, sources told the Daily Telegraph. Uh, police took the man and he severed body part to Wollongong Hospital where he underwent emergency surgery. Officers who arrived first on the scene have been offered counselling. A, <laughs> a New South Wales police spokesman told Daily Mail Australia it doesn't comment on self-harm incidents. Uh, The uh, self-amputation comes just weeks after it emerged. A tire man cut off his own penis with a pair of scissors uh, during a frightening uh, uh, cannibalist-induced psychotic episode. Okay, fucking cross. (laughs) The life-changing injury occurred after the uh, unidentified 23-year-old smoked two grams of marijuana, the equivalent of six joints in two bong rips. Is this a fucking real story? Holy shit.
0: I mean, it is the Daily Mail, so there is every chance that it's actually not real, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) After two bong rips. That sounds very journalistic, doesn't it? Um, I don't know if this has gone on to the other story now. If This is like the same story. (laughs) I've got no idea. The life-changing blah, blah, blah. Uh, Two hours after smoking the drug for the first time in months, he'd be... Uh, he began to have a painful erection unrelated to any sexual stimulation, which can be a side effect of smoking cannabis. During his insulation, the man grew paranoid that the head of his penis looked distorted while examining himself to identify as the source of the pain. He was left with a penile stump, <laughs> and needed surgery to allow him to urinate. According to case notes in the Journal of Medical Case reports, all right, that's a story that makes every man oh. cringe and every female um, probably also cringe, but maybe not as much. Um
0: oh, I just But that's the thing. The phrase the the sentence penile stump is not <laughs> what I ever wanted to hear. Penile. <laughs>
1: Uh, so something a little like the first story being the Australian PM's department drops the wildly mocked phallic woman's network logo this is a bit more look ha 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 like a five year old can laugh at it looks like oh, it's a penis it's funny ha, ha. it's not actually um penile stump related Um, so this is the one you knew this was circulating I thought it was funny a woman's network logo uh, widely mocked for its phallic shape has been withdrawn by the Australian prime minister's department. The department of the prime minister and cabinet issued a statement on Tuesday that the logo had been removed from its website, pending her consolation with the staff. The logo uh, con- considered of a, uh, 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 consisted, sorry, of a cursive W with a <laughs> domed uh which the Women's group, Groups and uh, social media users complained resemble males' genitalia.
0: That's a penis. Uh,
1: that's a penis. All right. Critics in, uh, included the national Nash- National Older Women's Network and described it either either as faultless or an insult. Um, so the tweet from the uh, at uh, Older Women's Net uh, AU said in a tweet. I thought this was satellite, but it is either faultless or just an insult. Public money was spent getting a graphic artist, choosing the design, uh, selecting colors, approving, printing, and publishing this logo for the Prime Minister and Cabinet's Women's Network. Poor messaging. So, yeah, it's just like the amount of people this has to go through to get to the point where it's like this is the logo of the Women's Network is just absolutely massive. <laughs> so It's hilarious. It's just a, a W if it looks like balls and a... A big, uh, a big purple big. bit that looks like the dick. Hilarious. So good on them, especially from uh, our current current leadership. It's hilarious. Good on them. They don't think about <laughs> much at all over there, do they? They Frost do almighty. not. Um, um,
0: yeah. So moving on from penises to the birds and the bees.
1: Oh wow, Dan, you are so keen to get away from dick talk. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Move us away from the uh, penile stump.
0: Oh, oh, just ugh. Story number one, a lost eagle from Asia has been traveling around North America for more than a year.
1: (laughs) Traveling, just like backpacking, Airbnb, (laughs) all the the good stuff.
0: Story number two, beehive found in private jet hangar shuts down flights out of Bob Hope Airport, Los Angeles. So that's the birds and the bees. And story number three. Real Bat disrupts screening of The Batman in North Austin Theatre.
1: Ah, okay. I think I saw that one. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just us, so we can yell out straight away. It's, oh, I know that one. Oh, thank God. <laughs> well, but, I haven't fooled you there. Yeah, but maybe, maybe it's a double furfy. Like, well, it's a real furfy. It's like, what? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was actually quite funny. It's just like, um, someone's like, oh, it'd be real funny if I let a bat inside. It's like, well, it's not really. It's just kind of annoys it's people. Not, yeah. <laughs> and now,
0: like, it's just cruel to the bat as well.
1: Yeah, it's not great for the bat. The bat's just like, where the hell am I? Yeah,
0: it's animal cruelty.
1: Yeah. So how do you get a bat in the first place? Like, it's all, you know, it's like, all, it's all well and good, Ben. like
0: smuggle a bat in a backpack?
1: Because mm. we could get together and be like, all right, we get the irony. We're watching Batman. There is an animal called a bat. And we could release this bat at the Batman movie. Like we we get we get the irony in there. Hilarious, ha ha ha, ha ha ha. But uh, how what do we go? How do we go about getting the bat in the first place? Like do you go into a cave and be like, right, we're getting a bat, so we go and take it into this? Or do you get the bat, then come up with the idea? Like you just happen to a bat lands on you, you grab it. You're like oh my god, I got this bat. Oh, there's a new Batman movie, and it sort of rolls on from there. I don't know exactly what the. It's
0: just it's a, a mystery that we may need the world's greatest detective himself Batman to solve.
1: Oh yes, Batman will get down to the <laughs> the nitty and gritty of that. Yeah, that's for sure. Um so all right, I'm I'm ruling out that one cuz I think I know it um unless uh, it's changed a little bit from
0: <laughs> from what it, what I read. Uh but it's actually quite it's a really good movie as well. You should I, oh, I very yeah. much recommend it.
1: Yeah, I've been wanting to watch it. I just um I can't go anywhere at the moment.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what, Lucas? You're going to watch your first movie. It's going to be The Grim Batman.
1: Yeah, t- take Lucas in. <laughs> um, but, like, the other day, Chantel was going going down into town to um, see a friend. I'm like, oh, well, I can go and watch Batman. But I'm like, oh, wait, the movie's three hours. Oh, <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I really want to watch Uncharted too.
0: No, you don't. It's awful. Oh, have you seen it? I have seen it. Yeah. Um, I-, I don't want to watch it because I'm... Extremely disappointing.
1: Yeah, I don't want to watch it because... I'm like, oh my god! I, I think this movie is going to be awesome. I just want to watch it because, you know, I'm a I'm a PlayStation fan. I like Uncharted. Yeah. I just want to watch it to see how it is. So, if it's, it's bad, that's yeah. fine. But
0: I mean, I expected it to be bad, um, but I feel like Tom Holland was the only person in the entire cast and crew to have actually played the games.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because um, um, Mark Wahlberg as Sally is just like what? garbage.
0: <laughs> Very garbage. Yeah, I
1: heard Tom Holland did a good job as um. He would
0: have been good if he wasn't playing like Nathan Drake at like a prime. He needs he needed to be explicitly playing a young one, and he wasn't.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, it looks nothing like like it. But I was talking to Chantel. Chantel was like, "Oh, I like those two actors. I want to see it." And that's exactly what they're going for. Just like big names going for an audience that wasn't into Naughty Dogs trilogy. Or
0: the the thing is, they they brought Nolan North in for a cameo, which for me is just like you're reminding the viewer of the mm. better version of the character that you're trying to watch. It's just its almost kind of insulting. But anyway, I digress.
1: You digress. All right, Would- so remind me of the first two stories. I remember the eagle traveling <laughs> traveling the States. The lost
0: eagle from Asia has been traveling around North America for more than a year. Okay. Spider-Man No Way Home has been a box office hit this week, but an Asian sea eagle reported in Massachusetts on Monday could have its own film with a similar title. It has been thousands of miles from home for more than a year. Massachusetts Division of Fisheries and Wildlife posted on Facebook on Monday saying the bird, known as a Stella's Sea Eagle, was spotted along the Taunton River. It says the large bird weighs as much as 20 pounds with a wingspan up to 8 feet. It's a big boy. Stella's Sea Eagles are native to China, Japan, North Korea, South Korea, and eastern Russia. So the bird is at least 5,000 miles from home. But what's even wilder is the same exact bird has been traveling across North America since at least August 2020. It was first spotted in Alaska during the summer of 2020. Then it was seen in Texas, then around Nova Scotia and Canada's east coast, Smithsonian Magazine reported. Hmm. Birders are sure it's the same eagle because it has unique white markings on its wings, the magazine said. While it's not entirely rare for birds to lose their way, a process called vagrancy, it's still notable that this eagle was found in Massachusetts and all these other different regions of the United States and Canada. Scientists have scientists have been looking to how climate change impacts these vagrant birds and how they can possibly survive in new environments if they can't find a way home. Hmm. So, yes, we've got a backpacking bird.
1: Backpacking bird and... Uh... So, was that just story number one or did you read number two as well?
0: That is story number one. Story number two. Okay, yep, cool. (laughs) Beehive found in private jet hangar shuts down flights out of Bob Hope Airport, Los Angeles.
1: Okay.
0: A jet engine mechanic got an unexpected surprise Tuesday morning when he found a hive of bees complete with honeycomb in the engine of a private jet. Mechanic Jeffrey Phillips found the hive when servicing the engine of a jet belonging to Silicon Valley millionaire Ronnie Worthington, who was in LA on a business trip. Phillips was stung several times by the bees, though was not significantly hurt. You don't really expect to get stung by these angry bees when you stick your hand into a turbine, said Phillips. The discovery of the plane hive caused significant delays at Bob Hope Airport, as a beekeeper had to be called out onto the tarmac to safely remove the insects. As a result, flights were delayed by up to three hours as the bees were delicately removed and rehived. Jets located in the private hangar were further delayed, as mechanics were unable to tune up the planes until the insects had left the building. Mr Worthington had intended to fly back to San Jose that afternoon, but due to the mishap, had to fly back the next day. While I had to take an important meeting over WebEx instead of in-person, bees are an important part of our fragile ecosystem and I am happy that professionals are able to remove them safely from my private jet, said Mr Worthington when asked for comment.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, both. Both could be pretty, pretty, pretty good. I reckon. I don't know. You got
0: me, Dan. The birds, the bees, and the bats. Birds, the bees, and the bats. <laughs>
1: Listen here, boy. You gotta learn about the bees, birds, and the bats. Especially the bats. Don't put them in the movie theater when the Batman comes out.
0: Don't put the bats in your backpack.
1: Yeah. Now think about. It. A lot of people do some dumb shit at the movie theaters when the Batman movie comes out. Fucking hell. What a fan base. Yep um anyway um I, I reckon I'm gonna go story number two and not for any particular reason Dan you've got me pretty good I actually don't know I'm not leaning anywhere uh, I know nothing about that particular sea eagle I got no idea <laughs> <I> got <laughs> no clue and story number two could be real as far as like you know there's less air travel so the plane could be sitting there and that's when the bees decided to make it their home I don't know but uh story number two because why not let's do it Congratulations, you've picked this week's Furphy. Oh, congratulations, Drew. Oh, look at that. Listen to that crack. Fuck, well, I cracked it. Listen to
0: that crisp crack.
1: Oh, I cracked it so crackingly well. Well, here we are. Um, do I get a prize for all the Furfies? No, I just get a nice Furphy.
0: No, you just get a nice feeling. Yep. In right. Deep in your heart.
1: No, right on the stump, the phallic stump. Oh.
0: <laughs> That's not a nice feeling at all. That is not a nice feeling. Okay. That is a horrible feeling.
1: Oh uh, look, I wish I wish you had a clearer camera, Dan, because I I could just really see the cringe going through your face every time we say that. <laughs> uh, so funny. Alright, so I don't know, Dan. So for for this uh I guess wrapping up the show, this week let's pick the best true story that we can put towards the rep. The rep always loves a good laugh. Um, but you know <laughs> and we can be his like his news source for the week. So I what do not
0: know which one I'm not picking? Ah, uh, which one are you not picking? A story.
1: Which one are you not picking there, Dan?
0: Penile stump.
1: Penile stump. All right, so we won't pick penile stump, Dan. I
0: think if we if we put that to the furfee rep. He's never going to want to talk to us again, so... And
1: that's fair enough. I wouldn't want to talk to us he, either.
0: While we while he's shut in with us, he's going to try and break it down the door just to escape, so... How do
1: you feel that we won't put that story towards the rep, but we will put it towards the audience that listens to this podcast?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, dear listener.
1: Mm. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Robert. I brought it up. I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm sure someone will get a laugh out of that and a cringe out of that and maybe... Uh, maybe a bit of self-reflection and uh, stopping themselves from doing some um, silly things in the future. Don't do too much marijuana at once. That's, I think that's what we've
0: learned. Sharp things and body parts do not mix.
1: No, no. Um, so do you want to put any of your stories first? So basically out of mine, it's either the Woman's Network phallic logo or uh, I guess the bat story um, or, or the uh, the
0: eagle seagull one's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> the the eagle seagull the eagle seagull. Um, I mean, that's more of a neat story more than anything. But I reckon we go with the dick logo.
1: The dick logo. All right, same.
0: Give put a give him a little chuckle and just be like, "This is this is a moment in graphic design history."
1: Man, well, let's see if he's here. He hasn't. We haven't talked to the rep in a long time, so. Hey, uh, Barman, is, uh, is the Furphy Rep around, uh, around here anyway? Because we would like to talk to him about the very phallic woman's logo, woman network logo. Yes, he is actually. He quite often comes in. All right, Dan. So, um, Mr. Rep, how you going, my friend? Uh, we've got a very interesting story from this week to talk to you about.
0: All right, boys, impress me. Why should we sponsor you? Being sponsored by Furty is evidence? a very
1: prestigious title. Yeah, Dan. Like seriously, this is we we might get like two hats out of this <laughs> and a t-shirt. Shh, sh, sh, sh. Uh, oh, all right, Mr. Rep, here we go. So, look, this week the uh, the government made made an oopsie, a bloody, phallic mistake, if you will. Uh, not only were they trying Absolute to make... Absolute schmuzzle. Yeah, just a schmuzzle. They were trying to make a, a really nice uh, sort of thing for women, but instead they just made made a dickhead of themselves. Just a real cock of themselves.
0: <laughs> just, just really cocked it up.
1: Oh, they cocked it up so bad. And they put it right in the logo, right above women, just is a big ball sack, two testicles, and a... A nice purple penis. And look, at least they picked a nice colour for the penis because, you know, purple usually means like big, big and long, big thick. You know, if you pick a dildo and it's big, you got to pick either a black or a purple one. That's just how it is. What do you have to say about that, Dan? What, what coloured dildo would you get? If you're going to uh, order just, one from um, the Etsy store, what I was talking about earlier.
0: Oh, well, I can't say it's something I've ever really thought about.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. So Dan's still telling Furphy's... That bit of the show is finished, Dan. You can tell us the <laughs> truth, all right? You can tell us the truth. Fine. Fine. Red. It goes faster. <laughs> all right. Good. Good answer, yes. Dan. You're not know wrong. Uh, all right. So I don't know. I don't know if uh, the reps into crude humour necessarily or not. But let's see if we get that nice. Uh, that nice sponsorship. Get a nice couple of hats and beanies. and A stubby holder.
0: Sorry, boys. Oh fuck. We're bro. all
1: sponsored up this month.
0: I'll be back next month him. if you want to give it another go. All
1: right, we'll be back next week. That, to be honest. Yeah, we'll be back next week with an attempt to get a, a sponsorship from the Furfy Rep. Um, yeah, in Geelong, Victoria. Give us a case of beer. Split a,
0: sp- <laughs> I mean, I did actually win a Furfy beanie and a Furfy football the other day. A
1: Furfy football? football. Where'd you get the Furfy football?
0: Um, it was on one of those scratch card things. Oh, well done. And then I only won the one ticket. Handed it up to the bar lady and got all three prizes. Oh, very nice.
1: That's that's very good. You should be very happy with yourself. Have you blown it up yet and kicked it around your tiny little veranda? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> yeah, just kick it onto the road like, yeah, that was fun. Mm.
0: <laughs> just kick it up and run under and chase it. Yeah. Like Milhouse playing with a Frisbee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I can't talk. I was the only child. I did lots of shit by myself, which was probably considered pretty sad. Um. Did I kick the football by, by myself. I kicked the, like the soccer ball against the wall and stuff. But a football,
0: same, same vibe.
1: Yeah, football. You kind of need you kind of need to people. You can't just kick it against the wall. You can't just like you can't like take shots like in basketball. A football, you really did, you really need like your dad being like just to kick it back to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> dad, I want to play football. No,
1: no, son. You know
0: how I feel about those things, son. <laughs> you
1: know <laughs> how I feel about football. It's full of misogynists. <laughs> How do you know that? (laughs) I was one. (laughs) Okay, Dan. All right. All right. So that brings us to the end of the show, Dan. Look, you're a grumpy young man at the start, but do we cheer you up a bit with all the phallic talk, all of the cringe, or do we just shift Uh, your mind into a more dark and sinister place at the end of this bar Definitely a
0: more dark and sinister place because now I'm just deeply concerned.
1: Yeah. Well, I get that. I get that. (laughs)
0: Just... I'm just gonna sit with my legs crossed for the rest of the night and I hope all people involved with those stories are okay and in a better place
1: I hope so too like you know we talk we talk about this we laugh about it but very serious story
0: <laughs>
1: but um very painful yeah very painful but it's not like I don't know there's there's things where like like a car crash which is just like you know you, you can't uh necessarily control it if the other person is doing the wrong thing but when it's yourself I don't know take a step back and crack a furphy on it, you know. (laughs) Anyway.
0: (laughs) Just crack a furphy on
1: it. Yep. Yep, just crack all over it. All right, so that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And uh, Dan, we're getting kicked out. The lock-in was great, but...
0: The shut-in is over. Yep,
1: the publican is telling you to get out. But
0: you can't stay here.
1: Yep, the publican is telling you to get out. I don't know. Should I be the publican? Should I buy this place? Or should I just be a a bum who comes in and just... uh, Tries to get a free beer every now and again. I don't know. Put in the intro good, of on the Republican. Do both. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good point. I do both. Who cares? <laughs> like you said, this bar is just a state of mind. That's all that matters.
0: All right. All right, everybody. The bar is within you.
1: Yeah, within me. All right. Does that mean you're in me too? All right. Let's leave it at that. See you, everybody. <laughs> I like to dance Did I mention our name is Prince Eating and eating I like to do My name is I don't know what Dan, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: this is your course, mate Penile stuff Bracken and Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Tredray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com idruby, where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.